So there was a guy at FedEx. Yeah. I was in the trailer loading packages and he like starts grunting like Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> so I wanted to turn to me and be like, Daniel, if I have a package and you have a package, I tip from across the room. Or something like that. And I just wanted to and then he'll randomly start laughing. So no one realized. Like he seriously just started laughing randomly. Wow, that's so, fun. It's think, the voices. I think we're all going insane. Well, I know I did like a long time ago. So you went insane. Yeah. Did you, you notice? Out, uh, you broke out of the asylum. Yeah, well, you know. No, but I noticed you're wearing the same Jurassic Park shirt. Oh, was I wearing this last time? Which is on Netflix. Plug, plug, plug. <laughs> It's only a plug if we work for Netflix. Yeah, I know. I heard the first three of them were up on Netflix. I have not checked that, though. Yeah, I won't be checking that out. And then I think the fourth one is on HBO Go or Now or whatever. Yeah, so is Pan. <laughs> and something else that's really shitty. Fantastic Four, yep. 2015. That's the one. Okay, so this is episode four of the Nerd Files. I'm Dan. Yay. I'm Tom. Yay, four. Um, <laughs> four! Um, We're still in single digits. Woo. We gave you a little bit of intro because I'll probably keep a little bit of in, into the recording just because uh, All right. it's fun. Um, but today we're going to talk about Anthony Hopkins. We're going to talk <laughs> about The Fireman, the book. Yes. Uh, Tom has a book report on that, <laughs> essentially. A recommendation. Yeah. And then he also has a new video to share. Yes. And we're going to talk about composers. Music. Uh, I guess composers. I guess we'll call them that. Uh, people that make scores for films. Composers. Yes. Um, so, so on that, did, uh, is it favorite film score or favorite composers? Because... Film that. score works, yeah. Film. I just wanted. Right. To, I just wrote down the the composers too, so I know who okay. they are. All right. Either way, I, I mean, there's I there's not too. I mean, there are a lot of composers, but there's not too many that I'm like I recognize their names. So. Are you going to put the Dracula one on there? Yeah, probably. That's what <laughs> I thought. You, uh, so that's the first one I thought of. I was like, oh, he's gonna talk about that DVD. <laughs> Unpredictable, I guess. No, no, I mean... Okay, name one I'm going to talk about. You probably know. Um, Chinatown? No. Uh. John Williams. Well, yeah, I mean, John Williams is like the most famous one. I Bill Conti, Rocky. <laughs> I did think of Rocky immediately. But yeah, I exactly. Like, so I, yeah. I don't know the guy who did Dracula, but yeah, you thought of Rocky. So Rocky and Dracula <laughs> meet up, or they have kids. I'm just kidding. No, but <laughs> that'd be weird. Like those, uh, those hey, things yo, in hey. Helsing, the uh, in the egg How you sack. doing, Dracula? How you doing? <laughs> you want to suck my blood? Why are you? It's nice. It stinks. 
You want to suck my blood? my children life. Look at this neck. You know, this neck ain't ever been sucked. <laughs> uh, yo, 15 Draculas, and it ain't ever been sucked. <laughs> All right, anyway, sorry, okay. Rough start. Uh, <laughs> so you want to go ahead and talk about the book report? Or sure. What should we start with? Uh, I kind of yeah. wanted. I wanted to end kind of with the soundtrack and also like a Game of Thrones prediction or something. All right, cool. Um, so yeah, I can that's start the rundown. With All right, so um, it's Joe Hill's new novel. I finished it earlier this week. It's actually before a previous podcast, but I didn't think to talk about it. Is that so? Is Joe Hill Stephen King's son? Yes, he is. Okay. Um, actually, though, uh, I read in the back of his book, his latest book. Um, his uh, editor uh, or agent, I think it was probably, I think it was his agent, uh, passed away since his last book, and uh, apparently he didn't tell his agent initially that he was Joe King. Uh, so he actually has this, this really touching story in the back there where uh, his agent didn't tell him that he had cancer, and he didn't tell him that he was Stephen King's. Done. So he's like, Secret love. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, I guess everybody has um, secrets. Holy shit. Yeah. So, anyway, I figured it kind of fit in because Joe Hill is, uh, is uh, I don't know if a huge deal in the comic book world. Oh, uh, he's, he yeah, he's done some good stuff. Yeah, I, I absolutely love some of the stuff he's done in both comics and novels. Books are, uh, books are nerdy stuff, so yeah, go ahead, man. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. It might be nerdier than comics now. Um, <laughs> is it? I, I don't know. There's a lot of uh, uh, I, book adaptations. So there is. I mean. uh, anyway, his uh, comic series is Lock and Key. Absolutely fantastic. They're uh, making a TV show of it. Uh, a couple years ago, they tried. They got a pilot made, but they, they didn't get it made the series. Uh, um, I don't know what network it's going to be on, though, so it could go either way. <laughs> But anyway, uh, his most recent novel is The Fireman, which reads like a mix between Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix and Fahrenheit 451. So, you know, that's just fun right is off the bat. Is that the Michael Moore documentary? Uh, oh, no, that was... Well, no, that's the Ray Bradbury book. <laughs> Sorry, I was thinking of the fucking Michael Moore document. Didn't he have Fahrenheit one called Fahrenheit 9-11? Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. okay. Which I'm sure was making reference yeah. to Um... <laughs> I'm kind of surprised that a lot of people don't know Fahrenheit 451 when I mention it. It's Ray Bradbury's book on censorship. It's set in a dystopian future where they burn all the books. Um, and if you're caught with books, you know, it's a problem. So one of the main character is um, a fireman who so burns that's the like, books uh, and grabs them. Hitler? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was around that time. So it was a yeah clear parallel to that. Um, but that's where the title comes from. Because okay. originally Fahrenheit 451 was going to be called The Fireman. Um, and he actually thanks Ray Bradbury for stealing the title from there in, in the opening and then uh, J.K. Rowling for showing him how to write the book uh, I'm assuming that just means that because she wrote Harry Potter like not because they have actually met although it's possible because I'm guessing Stephen King and J.K. Rowling have met uh, I don't know it just seems like something that should happen if it they probably been. had they probably had some tea maybe I don't know. Yeah, right? I, I have no idea. It'd be so cool. Sit down with Stephen King and J.K. Rowling. How weird would that be? Um, 
Anyway, the book is absolutely crazy. I love it. Uh, um, if anything, Joe Hill is weirder than his dad. Like, he's taken uh, what Stephen King did with his early works and kind of just been like, all right, well, people have accepted this. Let's go, like, three, four, five steps farther. Uh, so I'll just give you guys a brief uh, explanation of the plot because it's kind of crazy. Uh <laughs> So it's a post-apocalyptic story, basically, uh, but it's, like, set right at the beginning of the apocalypse, not, like, after it's happened, like so many of them are. Uh, so what happens is is there's uh, this disease going around called dragon scale that causes you to get these yellow and black, um, almost like tiger stripes along your body in, in different patterns. And if you're under severe stress or you see it happen to somebody else, you can spontaneously combust into flames and die. Um, That's not so, good. No. So the main character is a nurse working at one of these hospitals to treat uh, people infected with dragon scale. And um, she becomes infected herself and then finds out she's pregnant. And she has heard about people who have had... Um, healthy babies who don't are not infected with dragon scale from people who are infected with it. So she's decided she wants to live nine months to deliver the baby. Mm. So that's literally maybe the first 50 pages of an 800-page book. <laughs> so that's not even Act 1 if they do Acts. I don't even know. Probably not. No. Probably. No, it really isn't. Um, well, they kind of do. Uh, it's split up into like large sections um apparently they've already sold the movie rights so really might do that again at, at, at some point um yeah a lot of this stuff is being turned into movies they made uh horns his second novel into a movie with daniel radcliffe uh, a couple years ago it was on netflix last time i checked uh pretty good i mean rather faithful to the novel until the end um it's a very dark horror comedy uh and then uh obviously black and key is being made into dv series as i said and then his other two books probably will at some point uh be made into movies there was a lot of talk about his first novel being made into one by um uh, neil jordan who did uh interview with the vampire uh showtime's the borgias uh the crying game uh you know a lot of different things. High spirits, but nobody knows about that movie except me. <laughs> I I think I've heard some people talk about it. But... It's a fun movie. <laughs> is, it fun, right. is it fun as Labyrinth? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Hard to say. Labyrinth is probably crazier, but but uh, High Spirits has Peter O'Toole. Uh, as a suicidal uh, owner of a bed and breakfast that he's made out of his family castle. So they try and fake a haunting to bring people in. And uh, it fails utterly. But then the ghosts who actually haunt the castle are like, oh, you want us to like show up and do things? So then that they start up. Uh, and it, started, it has, has uh, Liam Neeson when he's younger. It's one of his first film roles. Um, it's got a lot of random people. Uh, <laughs> Jennifer Tilly. 
Uh, yeah, I'm actually going to be watching Congo soon. Oh! <laughs> I'm doing commentary that, on that probably uh, next week. That movie is hilarious. Yeah. Unintentionally. Yeah. We're, for, we're doing I, First Blood first on Sunday. but Nice. Well, that, that's definitely a better movie, but Congo is funnier. Uh... Congo yeah, we're, I Price think novel. we decided on a name for the movie commentary podcast. It could be called Bargain Bin Movie Commentary Podcast. Probably not. <laughs> so. Not a bad name. No, that's all right. I mean, I'll probably start with YouTube on that. Probably won't. Yeah. SoundCloud it. But. Yeah. Yeah, Congo. so that's happening. I'm seeing Congo with Tim, Tim Curry. <laughs> yes. Congo is uh, actually based on a book by Michael Crichton, who wrote Jurassic Park. So, circling back around. <laughs> Damn. Nice, yeah, bo- it's, nice it's, bookend. It's a terrible movie, though. Like, really bad. Um, <laughs> you're not even going to believe some of the shit they do in there. Like, <laughs> Yeah, the trailer was pretty entertaining. Yeah. So we can talk briefly about that after you've watched that, because I yeah, don't want to spoil some definitely. of the random shit that happens. <laughs> <laughs> um... Let's see. So they're making a Transformers five. Five. Yeah, they're in five. Because they did three. I think we talked about that last time. Yeah. Briefly. Um, but now we're talking about it again. Because well, because Anthony Hopkins has been cast in it as <laughs> probably a some kind of British really? Transformer. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I have no oh, idea. God. You think he's going to be a robot? A voice, maybe? I don't know. What the hell could he be? I thought he was going to be like a British government... Like a, it, oh. it would be an American government agent, but he'd have the British accent and be a villain. I didn't think he would be like... He could be a the direct villain. Robot. That would be hilarious, though. I might actually see that for that. But it's just kind of sad to see an Academy Award-winning actor doing Transformers 5. Like, <laughs> Yeah. But he has done some Mark, shit. Mark Wahlberg was nominated. Well, yeah, but Mark Wahlberg is a very bad actor. Let's like, let's just face it. Yeah. Do you think he is? Go watch Planet of the Apes. Oof, <laughs> oof. The the Tim Burton one, yeah. Yeah, which I forgive Tim Burton for that one because he was probably busy off with Helen Bonham Carter in their trailer. But well, um, wasn't that around the time he was trying to make Superman? Yeah, true. So he might have also been distracted yeah. by that. Which I would have much preferred to get that weird Superman. Yeah, movie if you haven't seen the Superman Lives documentary, I would recommend that one. On a, it's on Showtime. Yeah, that one. That one was worth a watch. It was a crazy. Sounds like a crazy ass movie. Crazy story. Uh, I. I'd definitely rather have that had that than. Yeah. <laughs> or Man of Steel. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I I didn't really like Man of Steel either. It was better than Superman Returns, but it's not saying much. <laughs> um, Just Brian Singer. <laughs> so I, I think he's going to be one of those British Transformers. Okay. That uh, would be hilarious, and I would laugh so hard. <laughs> Man, those movies. Uh, I, I can't believe they're still making them, honestly. They made a ton of money. I know. I don't they're not going to stop until they stop going. I know, yeah. I mean, I guess it's whatever. Like, I don't have to go see him, so I'm not, yeah. but... <laughs> like the Turtles movie. Yeah, yeah. You know, that'll make money. The first one made a ton of money. Yeah. 
I got four emails this morning about the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 movie, and all of them started with some sort of shell pun. Who are they, who's it from? Uh, one of them was from Warner Brothers. <laughs> and Bol- and like it, it was in two separate accounts. So there was one from Warner Brothers in each, and then there was one from Fandango in, in each. <laughs> um, Trying to get you to get tickets. I guess. So I deleted all of them, and I was like, what else comes out this weekend? Literally, like, nothing comes out this weekend that I want to see. Yeah. The Lobster opens here. Oh, I'm, that I, I, That's probably been out there for a while. I don't know. Oh, I didn't even look for it. But The Lobster, I probably want, I want to see that one. It's, it's, I do want to see The Lobster, a, uh, too. That looked really Colin weird. Farrow, Rachel Weisz, Love Story? Yeah. But it's a, it's a really weird love story. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they both check into a, a hotel where... You have to find the love of your life, or you transform, or you can choose to turn into an animal. animal. Yeah, so Colin Farrell has chosen to turn into a lobster if he doesn't find true love after the duration of his stay. Crazy Um, shit. His brother turned into a dog, and he brought his brother with him. (laughs) They show that in the trailer. I remember that. I was like, "What?" (laughs) I just remember the humor was kind of off, and it was it was quirky. It was definitely very quirky. Uh, but I want to see that. Which I like. And then Wiener Dog looks funny to me. And I also want to see Swiss Army Man. Yes. Those are coming up. <laughs> Swiss Army Man. Oh, man. I, I got it. That, that's got to be at the Lemley, right? Yeah. Eventually it will be. <laughs> the... Uh, Dana Radcliffe, who's farting in that movie, if you haven't seen the trailer, um, <laughs> he's a basically a human Swiss Army knife, um, Swiss Army man, of course. So then, like, they released they released a montage <laughs> video, and I guess Dana Radcliffe thinks that should be nominated for an Oscar, the soundtrack. <laughs> so we'll see. Well, yeah, I mean, but Daniel Radcliffe is also in Now You See Me Too, so... <laughs> He's the villain in that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah? I mean, I love the Harry Potter movies, and I love a lot of his other movies, but I, I don't think I'm going to see Now You See Me Too. <laughs> what was his other good movie? Horns? You, you like the horns? I like horns. I like um, The Woman in Black. I guess that's not a lot, but... I just kind of liked that he went in a very horror direction. Like, it's very different than, than Harry Potter. I like that he picks and chooses. Oh, uh, frickin' uh, Conjuring is coming out. Yes, next week. Or, uh, the yeah, 10th. I think it is next week. Yes, so next week. So we'll need we'll need a review on that from you. Yes. I gotta rewatch the first one. <laughs> I'm really happy James Wan is... Stepping back from the action movies. I mean, he's still attached to Aquaman, but... Uh, he said he it's going to be a very bright movie. Oh. <laughs> I said I read a quote yesterday. He's going to be... Even though it takes place underwater, it's going to be very well lit, he said. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's doing, I'm probably going to see it just because it's him. Yeah, he's doing press right now for yeah. Conjuring 2, so that's why I asked him about Aquaman. The other day, you... Uh, Texted me, uh, uh, Justice League is coming out next year. And yes. I was like, what? November. Um, that's Un- unbelievable. 
So what? Okay, we gotta look at this because how many movies are they do? They can't. Wonder possibly. Woman comes out next March. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I think Aquaman's after Justice League, honestly. Oh wow! Um, so this is part one too. So. <laughs> so they're seriously rushing it because they're not even doing standalone films before the unofficial yeah. Justice League. And they League announced that was the new direc- a new director yeah. for Flash, the director of Dope. I forgot. His, I don't know his name. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know his name either, but I saw that. Um, so you have to watch on Netflix. I don't know. Netflix. I don't know when the Flash movie comes out either, but. Well, really, they should have just uh, used the TV series. Yeah, you would think it's already established, and they've crossed over several times with Supergirl and Arrow and Flash. Yeah. And... I mean, and the they, and the Legends of Tomorrow is even that's even a spinoff of it. Yeah, I mean, if they wanted to catch up with Marvel quickly, that would I would think be the way to go. But I guess they uh, uh, those shows are a little uh, lighter than uh, the direction Zack Snyder was taking things. So I guess that's probably why they didn't want to do that. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't really think Batman or Superman was that dark. It was I mean, I enjoy this. I mean, there's the darker Batman, I guess. Yeah, but, but it was just... Who cares? It, it, yeah, it was joyless, it was so, right. It was, so, it was so dark, it was boring. Yeah, exactly. Um, which is why I'm more excited about Suicide Squad. I really mm-hmm. hope that's good. Yeah, see, that looks like fun. Because uh, that, that could win me to the DC universe. That looks more like uh, Deadpool. Yeah, Deadpool cuts with, like, Guardians. Mm-hmm. Um... I was actually talking about the other day, and I thought uh, they're kind of doing um, not the same sort of feel as the Tim Burton Batmans, but where they're they're balancing the dark with a little bit of playfulness. So I, I kind of like that. Um, obviously, they don't look anything like those movies, um, but I think that's kind of yeah. And Batman Returns, Dan DeVito is uh, creepy, man. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I love that movie though. It's yeah. awesome. <laughs> I love there's that scene where he and Michelle Pfeiffer are like just in his like apartment or something and like she's threatening to eat his bird and then he like pulls out the umbrella and threatens yeah. to kill her cat. <laughs> I like when he's like, just the pussy I've been looking for. <laughs> I don't remember who it was, but somebody on Twitter pointed out, they were like, uh, so uh, Danny DeVito's Penguin campaign is, like, uh, ruined by him saying something inappropriate in public. (laughs) That movie, (laughs) outdated. (laughs) Speaking of the first Batman, did you know Never Touch a Man's Rhubar or whatever is... I looked it up what that means. Do you know? No. According to Urban Dictionary, it says never touch another person's fucking woman. Oh. And I was like, oh, that makes sense now. It's oh, really, okay. Really weird, but. Yeah. <laughs> what are the couple things in that movie that I, I, I yeah. expect that they meant? I just thought um, Nicholson was like just improvising. Yeah. <laughs> I have to make some movie or whatever that line is. I was always like, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, but if it with the character because it was like he's a joker so he's just saying shit yeah, like, he's just nuts 
Yeah. That's fun. I didn't know that. Um. Oh yeah. Let's talk about your latest project, your latest music video. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't spend time time on it. I did it in like a day. It's but, public uh, I, though, right? Yeah, it is public. Um, so it's uh, Ned Stark Illusionist. So it's the song Illusionist by Amanda Jensen, set to Game of Thrones footage, because it kind of sounds like she's saying Ned Stark and Blackwater Bay in there. So I just thought that was funny. Tell <laughs> us who Amanda Jensen is, because I, I, I didn't know who she was until I met you. I'm pretty sure she's Swedish. Okay. Um, but let's see. Yes, Swedish singer. Um... She was the their version of American Idol, uh, 2007. Oh, okay. Um, and then uh, she's had uh, four albums in America. There's one that was released just in Sweden that has some of the same songs that she's put on the American releases. Um, so if you go on Spotify, you can see both like the Swedish album and then her American ones. Um, but her latest one is uh, Hymns for the Haunted, and then before that was Happy Land. And then uh, the first American one was uh, Kill Your Darlings. Let me look. Something like that. Uh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, Kill, Killing My Darlings. And how can they check that out? Are you just going to tweet the link? Or are you going to... Oh, yeah, I tweeted uh, uh, the Illusionist video. I retweeted or... it. Yeah, you retweeted it. So, yeah, it's, I don't know, it's kind of fun. Have you got any There's feedback on it? Run spoiler. Any There's, hits on the uh, video at all? Uh, yeah, I like how you're like, uh, spoilers, and I mean spoilers. If it's your fault <laughs> now, I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> Which, I was talking to Benji, who we I told him we gave him a shout-out last episode. Yeah. And he was like, you guys don't give a fuck about spoilers, you guys just talk about... Because apparently he's watching Game of Thrones now because of our show. <laughs> so. Well, he was watching Game of Thrones, but then he this season he. Decided I mean, this to season. That's what I meant. This season it, he's yeah. watching it. I and I was just like, dude, like I don't know how you do that. Like, I mean, the Jon Snow thing alone. Like I don't know how. How can you not see spoilers? You know. I know. Yeah. I mean, because they killed like a shit ton of people, so I I could. I can't imagine, like, not hearing about any of it. Um, but, yeah, maybe that's just because of my friend circle. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and any social media. Yeah. Well, Game of Thrones is the only show that I watch, like, live, like, the night of. De like, no question. Any other show, if I miss the night of, watch it the next day or whatever, whatever, or yeah. wait, wait till whenever... Like, uh, for example, I forgot that Archer aired yesterday and have not watched this season finale. Um. <laughs> but, yeah, it's the only show that I'll text you and be like, I'm watching it a little later. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> Just to be sure. Yeah. In case Ramsey does die and you're like, oh, fuck yeah, or something like that. I know, yeah. Well, I mean, last episode, they didn't kill... They, I don't think they killed anybody that I remember. But there was a reveal. Like, there was a reveal. There was, yeah, there was several reveals, yeah. but they didn't kill anybody. But every episode before that was like, here's five secondary characters who go out. Like, 
just like it's nothing. It's like your reality show. Yeah, you're fired. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're off the well, show. It was like, they killed it like the entire Dornwell family in the first episode. In the second episode, they killed Bruce Bolton. <laughs> and my milkshake episode. brings all the boys to the yard. <laughs> Sorry. Was it the third or <laughs> Fucking day the fourth episode they killed Osha <laughs> and Shaggy Dog that's a terrible movie Shaggy Dog and everybody in Grant's plotline yeah god damn they're just fucking killing everybody oh yeah sorry spoilers um, oh it's too late <laughs> yeah, who cares yeah I think they probably should have stopped listening when we were talking about like I mean, should should we put a spoilers thing on the beginning of this? I mean, I guess we could. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Oh well. Yeah, whatever. We just talk about a lot of <laughs> random shit. I drink your milkshake. I spoil your show. Yes. <laughs> okay, so let's go to you the. Uh, spoil for it, though. Huh? <laughs> what? We should ask him what we spoiled for him though, because I feel kind of bad. <laughs> Oh, well, okay, here's the thing about Benji, that one time we were watching at your place, and the Red Wedding happened, and he didn't, he forgot that it was going to happen, or no, something like that. It, it, it was Tywin's death, he forgot Tywin's yeah, death. Yeah, he was like, oh shit! <laughs> and we were like, what, like that, <laughs> last year. I, I mean, that was an episode full of big twists, but I thought that one yeah. was the biggest, like, they killed Shay and Taiwan in one scene. Yeah. So yeah, that's a huge. That that got Peter Dinklage's Emmy. I feel yeah. like I don't know. It was, that well, whole that whole I, season, that like battle by combat, yeah. trial by combat. Yeah, and the uh, the actual trial before that. Yeah. I am on trial for being a dwarf. This year he's not going to have one so far. No, he hasn't been on screen, like, at all. Yeah. I mean, he's had, like, what, like, three scenes throughout the first six episodes? The biggest scene he's had is letting those dragons free. Mm-hmm. So who does I, the score on Game of Thrones, do you know? I don't know, That's actually. a catchy theme, you know? Dun, 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 it dun, is. Dun, dun. Um, apparently the creators wanted, uh, like... I don't remember which one, but one of them was, like, we wanted they wanted to do the Reigns of Castamere as the open... The other one was like, uh, no. Yeah, Reigns of Castamere is good, too. Yeah. That's our segue into the soundtracks. So, yeah, I have a couple, while you're looking that up, I have a couple on my list here. Do you want me to just go ahead and... Oh, uh, okay. sure, I actually just found it, though, so... Okay, go ahead. Uh, Ramen Dejawandi. Is the does the music for the fantasy TV series Game of Thrones by HBO? Nice. Way to go, Roland. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Roland. Roland. No, not even that's not even the name, but that's the Dark Tower character. (laughs) (laughs) So I have John Williams, no brainer. Star Wars, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Superman, ET. I'm sure I'm missing some. Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. That was one when we when uh, you mentioned it was just like as movies. I that was one of the first ones I thought of was Jurassic Park. Yeah, I. Yeah, when you hear that theme, you, you know it's Jurassic Park theme. And, or even yeah. the even the Harry Potter theme. Honestly, when he made yeah. the Harry Potter theme, that's you know that. that. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and Star Wars is made by John Williams, pretty much. I, mean, I think it 
you have yeah. to have the John Williams score or you don't have Star Wars. Same with like Indiana Jones. Yeah. Um, a lot of fantastic. Stuff. I put Hans Zimmer down. Yeah, Hans Zimmer, Dark Knight, Pirates. Yeah, Pirates. Um, I loved. Um, I watched this the making of the music for Dark Knight, or it was like some making of featurette, and they said uh, the Joker theme they made by having a taut wire, and then running a razor slowly along it back oh, and forth. Wow. That's the whole music. Wow. I was like, wow, that is. What'd you say? It was epic? <laughs> creepy. You were cutting out again, so... Yeah, I said it was really creepy. Really creepy. Yeah, and... <laughs> apparently... Honest trailer has made fun of this, but the, apparently he was falling asleep on the Inception soundtrack, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's, he's Nolan's... Uh, he's Christopher Nolan's... I mean, supposed- John Williams has... War Horse, so, I mean, he's got some bad ones. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, a composer can only do... I literally thought that there was horses in space, because I could hear, like, a little bit of the Star Trek in the score of the War Horse when I was watching it, the one time I saw it in (laughs) theaters. That's funny. I I wanted to leave when the horse jumped the tank, it was so bad. (laughs) I mean, unbelievable. And this is Spielberg. Well, Steven yeah, Spielberg. Spielberg. Spielberg was great, like, pre-2000. And then, like, now he's hit and miss. What was his last good one? Minority Report? War of the Worlds? Yeah, I mean, I was fine with both of those. They weren't amazing. Yeah, like they're not like... ones, but, but they were both good. I mean, I like. Oh, John them. Williams did Jaws, too. Shit. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, yeah, he's like the Mozart man of the time. Yeah. Um, I have Bill Conti who did the Rocky movies. Nice. Which, if you don't have the Rocky theme, then you know it's you can tell it's the Rocky. Even if you haven't seen the movies, you know that's Rocky. Uh, a couple of my personal favorites, just three of them here. Two of them are Alexander Payne movies, Nebraska, <laughs> which I know you weren't really a fan of. Uh, by Mark really. Mark Orton, I like that score, and Sideways by Rolf Kent, I like that score too, and I have Road to Perdition, by Thomas Newman. Thomas Newman's done a couple of good scores too. I, I can't remember the other movies, but nice. Uh, I like that score a lot, and Road to Perdition. Do you have any more to add? Uh, I really like Danny Elfman. He did oh, pretty yeah, much yeah, all Nightmare of, um, for Christmas. Tim Burton movies. Uh, yeah, Nightmare Before Christmas. He actually sings. He actually in sang in those. Yeah. Um. I mean, he has a shit ton of things. Let me find his IMDb page. <sighs> Big eyes. I mean, he's done every Tim Burton movie. It seems like. Yeah. Apparently, Goodwill Hunting, Silver Linings Playbook, and Desperate Housewives are on his known for. Which is super weird. I would not have put any of those uh, on for. Um, <laughs> really? Yeah. Huh. That's so weird. I would, like, seriously, I would not have. Spider-Man 3, that's kind of a surprise. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Red Dragon. He's, uh, he's got a diverse yeah. collection, then. The 1998 remake of Psycho. 
Oh right, then he did um, Batman the Animated Series the uh, the music because it was pulled right. That's right. Yeah. Um, Great fucking guy. Yeah, I want to say I I haven't seen that on here yet, but I want to say he also did um, uh, at least uh, Men in Black three. I I'm not sure if he did the other ones, but I want to say I remember seeing that his name in the credits. But then I don't see it on here, so I don't know. Maybe I'm lying. <laughs> he wrote a lot of these songs. Like, he wrote something from Pride and Prejudice Zombies, the short film. Yeah. Um, Oz the Great and Powerful. Um, Grand Theft Auto Five. I mean, he's, got a, he's done some video games. Frank and Weenie. Simpsons. Yeah. He did the Simpsons theme. Simpsons. Um, I don't. I'm trying to look at the Silver Lines playbook thing because I had no idea. Yeah, I'm sort of surprised it's on here. So score oh. score producer. I, so I don't think he actually did the score. Oh, okay. So only when it says composer. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. He did recently. Alistair Looking Glass. Yeah, which makes sense because uh, uh, Tim Burton did that first one. He did Age of Ultron. Seriously, that's, that's so says. weird. Huh. <laughs> yeah, it says Silver Linings Playbook too for his composer. So, which is a great. Okay. This is a good movie. I like that movie. Um, I didn't realize that he did the score though. Yeah, okay, yeah, here, uh, Men in Black 3. So he definitely did that one. Sorry, that was driving me crazy. Hitchcock. Uh, Hitchcock. The Golden Army. <laughs> Wanted. Terminator Salvation, is that true? I guess. Holy I don't shit. Know. Spider-Man 2, Men in Black 2. But I think my favorite Denny Elfman one would be Night Before Christmas. I used to sing the shit out of that soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the one where he's allowed to like show his full range. He's he's singing. He's doing the music. I mean, that's probably his masterpiece. Uh, yeah. Yes, yeah, so I like him. Um, the other one that I thought of was um, well, Chinatown. Also, because we, uh... Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and I also thought of uh, Rosemary's Baby. Oh, yeah. What about James Bond? Just the, oh, the yeah. James Bond theme is... Yeah, I mean, that's classic. Um... I also really liked, uh, and you haven't seen it, and you're probably going to make fun of me for it, but it's uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. Uh, they had some great scores, especially... This is the movie or TV show? The TV show, not, okay. not that. Not the M. Night Shyamalan movie. Um, Just wanted to clarify. Yeah, because I hated that movie. Um, it broke my heart. <laughs> Prepare but, to die. Uh, they... In the third season, they had, um, I think my favorite one is uh, Zuko versus Azula, that uh, 
that uh, song, which I guess is kind of spoilers. But um, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I like a lot of the stuff they did in there. Um, I don't know what else. Uh, I, I really like um, the Angels and Demons and Da Vinci Code uh, music. Who did those? I don't know. Let's look that up. The new movie comes out this fall. Uh, yeah. The Ron Howard. Uh, exactly Inferno. Uh huh. Tom Hanks in his wig. <laughs> oh, okay, it's Hans Zimmer. Apparently. Hans Zimmer. Yeah, he's. he's yeah. I noticed a lot of these. Composers do a lot of movies. Oh, I gotta. Yeah. I, we can't forget this guy. Uh, Encino Marconi uh, from Good, Good, Bad, and uh, Ugly, oh, and oh, Hate, yeah, the Hateful yeah, Eight yeah. recently. Yeah, uh, Tarantino helped got him especially for Hateful Eight. I thought he was um, dead. I honestly thought he was too. <laughs> Apparently he he used uh, some of the unused score from the thing for this movie, which is fun because the only two movies like they usually screen some movies for the cast uh, to show kind of what they're going for before making a movie, um, and the only two that they showed were Reservoir Dogs and The Thing before the Hateful Eight. And he wanted the claustrophobia so, of it. Or? Yeah. 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 Uh, the, the claustrophobia of the thing and then um, not being the, the idea of you're not sure who you can trust like because uh, the thing in the thing is um, a shapeshifter so it can become one of them and so they uh, are trying to figure out which of them the thing has taken over and the and thing in Hateful Eight is uh, race I would say is part of it uh well, I, I would say more uh, trying to figure out who's helping uh, <laughs> Daisy Domergue. <laughs> yeah, but they, there's some racial yeah, yeah, stuff they in there. They definitely do talk, go talk about race and hateful eight, but like and blowjobs. Yes, and a blowjob. Um, <laughs> if you haven't seen it, see it. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say. Samuel Jackson. It's probably one of his best movies. <laughs> Your boy on his <laughs> knees with my big black dingus. Spoilers! You're starting to see pictures, ain't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Good times. Yeah, that was that was one thing that I wish we had gotten to during our script read of that. <laughs> oh, his script is so long. <laughs> I know, and nobody was watching, so we're just and like, detailed, right, yeah. But <laughs> I was thinking about periscoping one of these podcasts someday, just to see what happens. Yeah. But, um... Anything else? I really don't have too much. I know, um... What's, what's the next Game of Thrones episode called again? Uh, The Broken Man. Oh yeah, we talked about that already. Yeah, I'm guessing it'll probably refer to a couple different people, but they're definitely setting up it as Jamie, uh, who lost the hand, everybody remembers, so that's why he's... I would say Jorah, too. Um, 
I would say Sir Jorah too, as well. Yeah, I think Jorah. I don't think Sir Jorah will be back for a while. I think he'll probably like, uh, at least for the rest of this season, be gone. And I, I think he'll just be just show up um, at some point either next season in or in season eight. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think I don't think we're gonna see him like on his quest to uh, cure the dragon scale. Well, maybe that'll be in the spinoff. Grayscale. You're breaking up again. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Am I back now? Yeah. You're back. Yay. Yay. Well, I think we're just going to be ending with a shorter one today. But that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Um, want to make predictions for next episode? Didn't we just do that? Yeah, but like one, <laughs> let's both come up with something crazy that could happen okay. next episode. Um, Tyrion is going to fly a dragon. <laughs> Euron is going to get to Daenerys. She's going to get back to Marine. And she's going to be like, thanks for the ships. And just, actually, no. Theon and Yara will come with all the ships that they stole to Marine. And so then she doesn't need Euron at all. Mm. <laughs> nice. Independent woman. <laughs> Euron sounds like urine. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Essos woman. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from me. <laughs> American woman. What's the rusty woman? Mama, let me be. Alright, man. Well, for, that was the Nerd Files, episode four. Yes. Uh, episode four. Follow me at uh, Polly Pictures on Twitter. And Tom. Check out his video. That's dark. Is the illusionist? Um, we'll do better Don't next time. <laughs> <laughs> I think next time we record will probably be after the episode, so uh, we'll have a Game of Thrones yeah, recap yeah, and like thoughts on that. Also, our weekends. Yeah. So well, that means I have to do something. I'm heading to the comedy show. Oh, nice. That Louis C.K. is directing. Oh yeah, yeah. You told me about that. Yeah, Amanda's coming. Or like, yeah, she's coming up. I'll she's cut done. that out so she's not embarrassed. But why would she be embarrassed? I don't know. <laughs> she shouldn't be. <laughs> Much to learn, you still have. <laughs> <laughs> At some point. uh... You're gonna watch Follow the Jedi. We'll oh yep, I gotta watch Follow the Jedi. Uh, I don't know. We'll just talk about random things. I was thinking about stuff. recording my reactions as I watch it. <laughs> All right. I don't know. <laughs> Why not? Sounds fun. All right, I'm Dan. Uh, this this was and, and uh, this was the Nerd Files episode four. Thanks for listening. Subscribe. Follow whatever you want to do. Comment. 
and we wish you a good night. <laughs>